This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, it is time now for Travel Best Bets, and Claire Newell is with us as always. And I love the fact that today we're talking about something that Claire herself admits she never, ever would have thought she would be talking about on the radio. Right, Claire? You got it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Cannabis? It's just, it's, but the reality is, Simi, I'm just getting so many questions at the moment about legalized weed and cross-border travel. Um, you know, since Canadians are now able to consume and grow and sell marijuana recreationally without criminal penalties, but the U.S., that's where the questions seem to lie because the U.S. still considers cannabis as an illegal drug. Yeah. Um, and those who actually admit to smoking or even working in the industry. Some people have said that even if they own stock in a cannabis company, they may be sub- subjected to a, not just like stopped at the border, a lifetime ban. Ooh. So if you like going to Vegas, you like going to New York, that could be stopped in its tracks forever. So I just wanted to help people avoid this. So uh, uh, let me tell you, I did not just you know, come up with the this information on my own. I had to do quite a lot of research and actually speak to immigration lawyers because I wanted to make sure I was talking about the right thing. Okay, so let's help people out with this then. Like, we know that if you're traveling domestically, you're okay, but this is talking any kind of international travel. That's right. Okay. That's right. So um, I think the first thing is that you don't admit to using cannabis ever. Now, a border agent could ask you if you've ever consumed weed in your entire life and you might like kind of panic and lightly joke. Maybe you tried it in university once, but even that we have heard stories that people have been barred. So it's a really tough spot because you don't want to be in trouble for admitting and in trouble for lying, but immigration lawyers are recommending declining to answer if you can't truthfully say no. So this, this is going to likely get you your entry denied for that time, but you won't get that lifelong consequence. Right. But do you think they'll put a note on your file that they ref- you refuse to answer that? Like maybe you'll get asked that again next time. That's what I'm afraid yeah, I of think for so. people. I know. I, I am as well. Um, the other thing, though, is keeping in mind that agents, they can't drug test you right then and there. Um, or put you under like a lie detector or even arrest you. But they can, however, search your phone or your tablet or your laptop. And then they can Google your name and stuff. So um, if you are worried about what they're going to find, you can deny them access to your electronics. However, your uh, one-time entry, again, will likely be denied. Probably you'll be flagged for next time, but you're not going to be banned for life. Right. So often we tell people, you know, let anyone have your electronics uh, when you're going through security because it does give that red flag. So um, I think it's better when you're heading to a border to clear out any photos, receipts, especially because they come by a, um, an email, email or they yeah. might be in your banking, right? So delete all digital drug evidence, which is why you should also buy any cannabis with cash if you're planning to travel because so much of the consumer data once you've actually bought it may be linked to you or your credit card statement um and it's not just credit cards simi it's social media interaction it's browser history it's um home addresses for delivery that might be in um a a store's system 
So right. it's just, it goes so deep. Um, and I really hope I don't have to tell people this, but don't travel with cannabis. Oh, you, you do, mentioned no, Claire, you do have to tell people this. And that's okay. Thing, right? I think they assume that they look, they go, oh, well, look at California. Look at Washington state. Look, at, I can take it there because it's legal there. No, do not no. do this. Federally, the U.S. says it is illegal and it's the same thing with like cbd oil and hemp and like even if it doesn't have thc you just want to make sure you have none of it in any bag not left by you know you're you're traveling with a teenager who might have been to a party get everyone in your family to clear out pockets of coats everything that you can possibly imagine who wants that lifetime ban like it just would be horrific I mean, I hope I get to be, you know, snowboarding around uh, a pool in Scottsdale or Palm Springs wearing gold lame when I'm 80 years old. I, I don't want <laughs> a right, mental like... picture. <laughs> <laughs> so I just don't want people to have a lifetime ban. So just be very, very careful if you um, are a user of cannabis and you are cross-border traveling. Okay, that is all good advice. And, and it, you know what? We can say this over and over and over again, but there will still be people out there who don't get the message, right? So it's important to have that conversation every once in a while. You're absolutely right. Let's get to some deals. Okay, so the first one I've got for you is to Maui. Oh, it's such a gorgeous island. I just love Maui. Um, this is on May the 30th, and it includes airfare and seven nights staying in a condo resort in Kaanapali. It's nine ninety nine taxes of 256 that works out to 1255 per person all in so the next one i've got is to london england and it's a complete little package deal after labor day so september the 8th or 22nd i've noticed the price takes quite a substantial dip at that point you can get airfare seven nights hotel your breakfast every day as well as the airport transfers which are from gatwick airport into the city so it's 949 taxes wow. ugh, awful 646 it, but it works out to 1595 uh, all in for that getaway to um, London England Claire let me ask you a question the, all the stuff that's going on with Brexit and all that kind of stuff is that having any impact on like prices and traveling to the UK no we haven't noticed any whatsoever um, I know people sometimes will question it like do you think I should go and but I don't think Canadians are going to notice one iota of difference when they're heading over good to know good to know you've got one more uh the last one i've got for you is an interesting package um i hadn't seen one and like this uh until this year this actually combined it's a whole package that combines an eight night guided tour of spain so it actually goes from madrid and ends in barcelona and like before you start the tour you need one night's hotel which is great because you can get over your jet lag then you do the eight night guided tour and then you do a seven-night Mediterranean cruise that sails round trip from Barcelona. It works out just perfectly timing-wise. Most of your meals are actually included as well as the transfers. Thirty-one ninety-nine, taxes of eight ninety-eight. Uh, that's a sixteen-night getaway. That's pretty good. So is that is that a very popular itinerary? Would you say? Yeah, I think it would be. A, it's a, just a fantastic itinerary. And that's October, so good time of year to go. I think a great time of year to go. It's still really nice weather. It's not going to be hot like July and August, but you're also not going to have as many crowds. And it is 
it is about $1,000 cheaper than if you tried to do that combination uh, over the summer months. So October 10th is a great, great time. It's actually my favorite time of the year to head over to Europe. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Claire. Thanks to me. That's Claire Newell from Travel Best Bets. For more information about those deals or maybe to find some other ones, you can check out their website, travelbestbets.com.